Hey listeners, this is your host, Brother X. Uh, I've come to you guys before today's episode, and I wanted to just make sure I put the disclaimer out here. Nothing crazy happened in today's episode, but I want to make sure that it's clear that all views and opinions that are expressed in this week's discussion are of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the opinions or thoughts of the Truth and Transparency podcast. With that being said, guys, let's get started with today's episode. guys welcome back to another episode of the truth and transparency podcast with your host brother x and the 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 cultured scientist um listeners i'm wondering where the culture scientist got this theme song from because we don't have any money for that in the budget i don't appreciate that she's just making purchases without telling me that's not helpful we're trying to get this off we are a black business trying to get off the ground and you spending money on a theme song I didn't spend no money. That came straight off the dome. But we're going to get copyrighted for it. You know that, right? Why? I don't know. How? I still don't know. I didn't copy it from nobody. But I feel like we're going to get copyrighted. <sighs> but anyways, on the Truth and Transparency podcast, we talk openly, honestly, about everything in between. Um, why we about to get copyrighted? <laughs> yes, very much so. Um, as well as talk about anything that we feel that's on our mind. Um, why there should always be an open bar at a wedding why um, people like swinging from trees, um, why someone needs to still go ahead and drop that rap album, why someone needs to get back from San Francisco and the Golden Gate Bridge, <laughs> why some people are sitting in front of a couch. <laughs> but we talk about everything. So um, we want to first thank all of our listeners. We are currently, I think we're right about 1,200, yeah, 1,200 plays across all podcasting platforms, as well as on seven different um, podcasting platforms you can listen us to. So check us out. Please rate us, subscribe, um, give us comments because we need affirmations because we're children sometimes and we don't know how to act. <laughs> so we need positive reinforcement. Um, but before we go any further, I want to introduce a guest. Um, we got a packed house tonight. Um, I don't know if we got enough people we might have to break out the futon and the air mattress. Uh, first and foremost, I want to introduce. Um, no, I'm going to start with him first. I'm going to introduce uh, the Percolator Poppy, the Waffle House Wizard. The Fivals go home. <laughs> the Baltimore Shuffle, <laughs> the Biker Shuffle <laughs> Bonanza, <laughs> the Do Rag Bandit, Cabo Killer, the Cabo Killer. Oh no, that don't sound right. We're gonna put keep it in there anyway. Mr. Smith, introduce yourself. Again, I hate both of you with every passion of my being, and you don't pay me, but it's all good. Uh, it's your favorite Fed's favorite Fed, Mr. Smith, also known as Goddamn. We pay you in love. And Fogo Pops. I'll take that. And encouragement and coaching. Yeah. Conscience. Really? We're going to do I, this? We ain't go, we, I, I, move on. Move on. Move okay, on. Okay. We're going to move tonight. on. All right. We're going to introduce another one of our returning guests. Um, she's sitting on a step stool right now. Queen C, introduce yourself. I'm not. I'm sitting on the floor. Um, do your feet still dangle while you're sitting on the floor? No, shut up. Anyway, returning again, Queen C in the building, 61 and a half inches of fluff and fun. And Brother X, I'm sitting in front of a couch because I don't want my breasts to blind people in the camera. Okay, that's well, why I'm sitting in front of the couch. They sit on top of the coffee table? They do. 
I figured as much. All right, yeah. moving on to um, Miss Lady Ray. Um, what what can I say about her? She's a phenomenal friend, you know, friend's best friend. Um, she 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 is the deliverer of the phenomenal gummy bears. I appreciate you. Shout out to you for the hookup. The whole household appreciates it. They're gone. They are gone. Absolutely gone. Like all of them. I still have mine. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners, you hear that on the audio, but they're gone. But um, uh, Lady Ray, introduce yourself. Hi, it's the favorite Amazon, um, the Lady Ray, the one that talks a lot, but thinks she has a lot to say, even when she don't. Uh, <clears throat> glad to be here. Really surprised that y'all ate all them gummy bears because I don't think the listeners understand it was two pounds of gummy bears, two and a quarter of a pound of gummy bears. How do you feel? What do you got to oh, say about right. What do you got to say to for yourself? Day. I killed like maybe a little bit on the first day. We killed it over six days. Not roughly six we got days. them Friday. We, got, we did get them Friday. Yeah. So we had a, we, we balanced it out. They lost on Wednesday, 8 p.m. I mean, hey, yeah. Okay. No judgment here. There's two of us. Right. That's true. Yeah, man. You have to think sometimes when I'm not like, you know, normal. Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you ate the majority of them, Tia. <laughs> I had no question. <laughs> You're not wrong. All right, but we're not going not to. I'm sorry. But hold on. We um, but I, I'm being rude to our other guests. We got some new guests in the building. Shout them out. So first and foremost, we um, what can I say about this person? Big Tam Energy, the sweetest of savages. The voice is, let's take a shot. When I met you, sweet savage, introduce yourself. Um, what can I say? You described me perfectly. I am a sweet savage, quiet soul. Uh, I go by Phil. You can, uh, if you want to connect with me, follow me on Instagram at diva in a new dress, spelled exactly how it is. Um, that's it. <laughs> shout out, shout out, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome, awesome. And last but not least, this person, she been ducking, dodging me for a year. I don't see her no more. She all the way out in California right now on her screen. I don't appreciate it. She go on trips without us. It takes me having to go to her birthday to be able to see her. She Ladies, loves me. She loves you. She don't love me. I love her. I appreciate her coming to my birthday, but she still don't love me. You just rude and being childish. Have you met me? Mm-hmm. You've been with me how long now? Mm-hmm. Too long. Too long now? Mm-hmm. Really? Wow, mm-hmm. that's crazy. See if I pay rent. All right, Lacey, introduce yourself. Y'all are wild. I love you both. And my name is Lady C. I am bougie on the outside, but I'm soft-hearted on the inside. So I'm just so happy to be here. This is my first podcast, and I thank y'all for inviting me. Yes. So question, though. Um, Am I allowed allowed to call you Twinkle Toes? It's Turtle Toes. Turtle Toes, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I still hold the title. Now, what about, um, uh, what, what was it? Was it Tootsie Roll? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I got stories. I know where all the bodies lie. Horrible. <laughs> but I'm here to get y'all comfortable, man. But um, thank you to all of our guests hopping on here, man. I, I know it's a lot. I, I BS and make us all late to start the podcast every week. But I appreciate y'all all the same. Uh, Lacey, ain't nothing in that cup. You just put, <laughs> eating ice right now. 
right. <laughs> but we're actually going to go, go ahead and hop into our first segment of the podcast, which is I Just Think It's Funny. And then I Just Think It's Funny, it is where we take things from the internet that we find hilarious, sometimes funny, sometimes not funny in the most, most ironic and crazy way possible. Uh, first, um, Mr. Smith, you know, we always got to start off with the Florida story. So um, we was per- perusing the internets and, um, you know, the Florida always provides. So um, um, the Florida the Police Department, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was being rude. I, read, I took your part. I apologize. <clears throat> the Florida Police Department dropped a new song taunting criminals. Why, Florida? Why? Mr. Smith, play the clip. Y'all have anything to say? Yes, sir, sir. I have something to say. Hey, you can run, but you can't hide. You can keep dodging and ducking, but you can't fly. You can't lie. Old Brady get his man every time. He gonna get his own family if they try to cross the line. That's why you trying to hide. Cause you know that we gonna get you. It's obvious a crime to make a So we on the mission. And we ain't gonna stop until we get you. You think you're ducking Brady, but you it. Boy, you it. Get your sack sucking hands up. And when I catch you, I'm gonna slap you in these handcuffs. Man up, stop running, pull them pants up. Ooh, when I catch you, I'm gonna show you what we stand for. So wait, listeners, listeners, um, it's not just a song. Yes. Okay, listeners, it's not just a song, it is a video. The video is hilarious. I promise you, listeners, you couldn't see it, but all of our guests' face, like, it was stages of confusion. <laughs> like, one head is a head straight on, the other one got the, the like, but why? Um, um, guests, do you have any thoughts about this video? Uh, see, go ahead first. The white sheriff looked like Mr. Feeney. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> That's where he went after retirement? <laughs> Uh, first of all, I don't really know how to physically describe this video and how ridiculous it is. I understand the premise of Florida trying to reach out to its constituents in a way that they will understand, but I, I, you know, like you just said, there was so much confusion and my part was simply the white sheriff dangling the handcuffs trying to be on beat as <laughs> he's dangling. I don't know what the hell I just watched. But um, that ain't it, Chief. That ain't it. <laughs> uh, later, Ray. My question is, the guy that's rapping, yes. he's wearing an orange, what looks like to be t-shirt. But it could easily be a jumpsuit if you're not sure. But he's wearing a vest that says sheriff, so I'm kind of confused. Because I'm like, is this guy rapping as a member of the sheriff department? And and for those of you that don't know or can't tell for whatever reason, the the rappers are black. The rappers and the rappers entourage is black. The police officer is white. But the guy that's rapping, he's wearing like an orange t-shirt, but also a sheriff vest. They don't even look like a real sheriff vest. It looks like something that was screen printed. And I'm just confused because I'm like, is this a prisoner that you just was like, yo, I'm going to help, you know, reduce your time if you just do this rap song for me real quick. Like, I don't, I'm not sure. With the party city hair, like. Hold on, hold on. Before before we go any further, it looked like, for listeners who don't know, if you're familiar with African-American music, it looked like Beanie Man and Chief Keith 
got caught in trouble down in Florida and hopped on the track together. Mm-hmm. Why, why are you looking at me like that? What I, what I do? Coach Scientist, why are you looking at me like that? You know why. I'm just saying, it makes sense. The track is kind of fire. I'm not even going to lie. Um, Queen C? Um, I, I just need y'all to rewind it to the part where boy in the orange shirt was just slightly past the, the podium. Like he wasn't directly behind it. I think the Lady Ray has a point. I think I saw a body chain around his midsection. Like they just took the cuffs off his arms. Like he might be, look, look it, it, am wow. I tripping? They could be doing it on purpose, but who knows? <laughs> My man got on the soldier board, the classic soldier board slug glasses too. If I'm being honest, I do hope that he is a prisoner mm-hmm. and they're helping him get time off. Mm-hmm. Because I feel that, mm-hmm. in my opinion, not uh-huh. of the podcast opinion, okay, that in most, any respectable black person mm-hmm. is not going to do this video with the police. Well, I mean, it is Florida. You've seen crazy things in Florida. I said my piece. I mean, certain people like to have some me time in a club, but we're not going to go back to that episode. <laughs> you forgot about that. Yeah, that was Florida too. That was nasty. Um, um, Lacey, you look like you have thoughts. You look like a very judgmental mother right now. Can you, can you talk to the listeners? It's great that you pointed that out because the look fits. Why does he have three different wigs on? on one head and I feel as though he did do some favors to get featured on this song as the rapper like I think they probably promised him like double plied toilet paper or just something real simple you know like maybe a pack of an extra pack of seasoning for their oodles and noodles that they make in the toilet I don't know but yeah it just don't sit right with me (laughs) like uh, Yes, Queen C. I just got to get this joke off real quick. Oh boy, look like the chick from the Fifth Element. No, not Lilu. No, why? You are rude. I agree. How would you insult my one well, of my favorite sci-fi movies, but which is you, underrated, by the way? But do you disagree? We're not worried about that right now. Mm. It looked like Chris Tucker's character a little bit. A little mix. Like, a ba- like they had a baby. Yes, they came together just fusion high. Yes. Um, I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, <laughs> if you want to come on the podcast and talk about it, we can. We're big fans. All the Rush Hour movies, too. Um, <laughs> uh, Mr. Smith, and then I want to let um, the Sweet Savage share her piece if she like. I, just real quick, to Lady C's comment about the fact that he gets the extra seasoning in his oodles and doodles. He's on fire! I have to give you that one. That was funny as hell. <laughs> Oh man, my friends are hilarious. Um, Sweet Savage, do you have any thoughts about this song? Mm, I am deeply ashamed. Um, very confused. (laughs) I'm also curious about this photo that he's holding up. Is that his photo? He's holding up a picture of an inmate when he's rapping. So just curious um, and the hair i don't know <laughs> i want to know what's the point what was the what is the point of the the song i don't think this is going to reduce crime 
I think I think the, the, the police officer corner, Queen C corner. Listeners, you don't see this in the chat, but corner. Um <laughs> go ahead, Coach Scientist. I don't have an answer to her question about what's the point. Because I agree, this song is not gonna help re reduce crime. I'm I'm very sorry, Florida Police Department. It's not gonna do crap. Um, however. I think I figured out why he looked so cuckoo for Cuckoo Plus with all this stuff on his face. Yes. Because he's like, I'm really ashamed I'm doing this. <laughs> but I'm going to do this. So, it may, hopefully, I don't think, that can't be him in the picture. He can't be that, though. <laughs> like, this is how they caught me. I dropped the mixtape. <laughs> just saying. Um, you know how like you just you have like those mamas that that make this like baby go ahead and do the dance do that do that that, that TikTok dance that's really what it looks like the white police officer with the black inmate we're assuming while he's doing this mixtape but um yeah listeners um any other thoughts before we move on uh later Ray I just feel like the point of the if there is a point I would say that the point of this is supposed to be like a fake diss track to all the rap songs that basically say F the police. Like to me, that's just really what this is. It's just, it looks like this was just done for fun. It looks like it was just done for the intention of being like, hey, you know how what rappers do? Like, I guess the best way to put it is like, this feels like a safe way to say the N word <laughs> when you can't quite say the N word because you're white. So you get your friend to do it for you. Like, that's what this feels like to me. You, you be spitting, um, um, Sweet Savage? Um, yes. So if there is no point, you know how police officers are always talking about, we need more budget. We need more money. Where was the money to do this video? <laughs> Where did you find the money to do this video? Defund the police because they got too much fucking money to clearly do random videos like this. All right. On that note, we're just going to move on because there's no other segue. That, that's perfect. Thank you. Speaking of... That is actually a really good segue. Speaking of people who can't just, just waste some money and just just why? And I'm sorry, uh, Miss Smith, cue my music. Reporting live from What The Fuck Studios, it's your host, Brother X. Um... OJ, the juice man Simpson, just stop talking. Coach scientists, can you read this for, for all of our listeners at home that are watching What the Fuck Studios? OJ Simpson says he avoids Los Angeles for real. <laughs> Yo, go ahead. Where's the heart? <clears throat> yes, go ahead. Speak into the mic. OJ. Yes. Simpson. You heard the voice change, yes. Says he avoids Los Angeles for fear of running into the real killer of Nicole Brown and Ron Goldman. Former football star, hashtag OJ Simpson, admits he avoids them. And it's not for the reasons you think. Well, yeah, you weirdo, man. Crazy, crazy man. Crazy well, man. But I'm listening, yes, that is, you heard it correctly. OJ Simpson says he avoids Los Angeles for fear of running into the real killer of Nicole Brown and Ron Goldman. Listeners, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Did he write a book about what if? Yes. Oh, but you can't see I'm doing quotation marks. What if? Yes. He, he killed his wife? Yes, this is the same, same OJ that um, got in trouble for 
So Stealing his he, own stuff. Yes, he got he got arrested in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> of course, Vegas. Shout out you. to Vegas. Yes, hometown. <laughs> um, let me let me open this up to our guest. Um, Mr. Smith, go ahead and share your thoughts. So one, you get away with murder. And we all know you did it. It was just horrible police tactics and the fact that the glove stayed outside, it wasn't wasn't stored uh, correctly in evidence. So the glove shrunk and the blood shrunk so it couldn't fit your glove, right? You got off. Everybody happy because a black man actually got off of the system. Yup. And then you, quiet. you decided, oh as the culture scientist said, to write a book about if you would have done it. Bruh. Then you get in trouble for stealing back your own shit in Vegas. Bruh. And now you're telling me that you avoid Los Angeles for fear of running into the real killer of Nicole Brown and Ron Goldman. My nigga, that is you. Every time you look in a mirror, it is you. Every time you look in a water, if you look at, you go to Cabo or you go to, you know, Mexico or Jamaica, and you look at that clear water, it is you. You are staring at the killer every freaking time. If you don't shut the hell up, get off Twitter. Get off Facebook. Get off Instagram. Get off Black Planet. Get off Black. Get off Tinder. Get off Bumble. Get off Hinge. Get off all of that. Sit your black ass down somewhere and just shut up. Literally, just shut up for the rest of your life. Because as Cat Williams once graciously said, my nigga, you got off of murder. You're not even supposed to jaywalk when you get off of murder. So just put one more time, one time for the one time. Bruh. Just die. All right, Queen City. Okay, I have three points. Mm. One. Los Angeles avoids OJ for the same reason. Um, Mr. Smith, it comes a time <laughs> in every episode when we have to decide, decide whether or not we're going to put the disclaimer in the episode. <laughs> Go ahead, time stamp this point right here. Continue. <laughs> um, two, he technically did not get in trouble in Vegas for stealing back his own stuff. He got in trouble because he kidnapped them. He told them to go into the closet. When you force someone to be somewhere they don't want to be, it's kidnapping. That's what he got in trouble for. And three, I said it in a previous podcast and I will say it again. We did not cheer as a people that OJ got off. We was cheering for Johnny Cox. God rest his soul. Um, um, Lady Ray, I saw the disdain and just shaking of the head. Are there any thoughts behind that? Yes, I saw that. Go ahead. I just feel like y'all y'all know everybody has that ex, right? That just be gaslighting the hell out of you. And you just yeah. be saying here like, I know you did it. And they be like, I didn't do it. And you be like, but that's you in the picture. That ain't me, but that's you in the video. No, nah, that ain't me. But you're holding up your social security number. You said your name. That ain't me though. That's your birthmark. Mm-mm. Like that's what this feels like. It just feels like He's perpetually trying to gas like the public, but I don't even feel like he's trying to gas like the public. I feel like he believes this stuff himself. Like, I feel like he's trying to make himself feel better about it every day. Because if he really was innocent at this point, like people ain't even talking about you like that no more, sir. So why do you keep bringing it up? We we ain't even talking about you like that no more. There's been far other like there's been so many other murders that we're trying to get justice for. We do not we do not care sir about you at this point 
So like, why do you keep bringing it up? Is it to be relevant or is it because the demons is just chasing you and you getting tired of running from them? Listen, to Mr. Smith's point, I really feel like he's not going to Los Angeles because it reminds him too much about what he did. That guilt is what he's running from. So when he says the real killer, he means the real killer, but he means the guilt, the memories, all of that. He ain't trying to remember. So he don't want to go over there. And that, listen, just if, if you need to lie to be able to, to get up every morning and live your life, then I guess you got to do it. But can you just do it in silence and stop bringing you know bringing everybody else in it because at this point it's just a you thing and nobody else care can you, can you scroll down on the um on the uh yeah that part i just wanted to know why they were interviewing him like who really cares i just that was my that was my main point okay i just also gonna read this part because i'm petty yeah. um so this is in quotes I have trouble with LA, the, dis <laughs> the disgraced former running back said, people may think this is self-serving, but I might be sitting next to whoever did it. <laughs> I really don't know who did this. The publication ran the controversial feature as part of it's 100 top players in NFL history series. Simpson was ranked number 41 on that list. Okay. Um, let, let me interject for a second. So, I mean, I'm not a sports person, so I'm probably missing the big importance. So, He's a killer. So, so, like, this is getting me really big. Tell me you want to get arrested for what you did, but not get arrested for what you did vibes. Mm -hmm. Like, like. Like Lady C's face right now telling me that she is feeling very like, like just shame. Like she like the church mother here looking at her son acting a fool in front of church, knowing that she's gonna snatch him up later. Am I am I off face? Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes, she really does. And Lady C, is that what that, you, you think? Know, it's not even once church is out, is the moment you come down from that pulpit, we go into the bathroom. I just don't understand. I don't understand it like uh lady ray was saying you know why would you continue to bring this up why would you continue like nobody is thinking about you nobody except for maybe chloe kardashian wondering if you her daddy oh get out my head wow. Wow. wow get out my head wow but, bruh, like oh i'm sorry go ahead no you're good i'm just saying like anybody think about him he need to go somewhere smith, mr smith go ahead yeah, I just to point out to what Lady Ray said, it just reminded me, and thank God I live in an era of great comedy. Dave Chappelle did a, did a sketch of um, the R. Kelly trial, and literally that's what this reminds me of. So for the listeners, in case you were not old enough to understand the greatness that is Dave Chappelle, just this small moment is what I feel like uh, O.J. Simpson feels. All right. If I saw Tabor R. Kelly peeing on a girl while he was singing piss on you, and the girl was holding two forms of government ID while a police officer was there, like four or five of my buddies and Neil taking notes. Wow. I'm not finished. And his grandmother has to be there to confirm his identity. That's my robber. Always peeing on people. Don't forget a hair robber. Um, Mrs. Smith, this yes. is why we can't we can't monetize our episodes. 
<laughs> You'll be all right. <laughs> but um, yes, listeners. Let Chappelle knows he's great. Yes, just, just OJ, just, 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 just go drink some juice and go somewhere, man. Drink some OJ. With a whole lot of folks, because nobody really likes folks. You have left over. Go sit on an island somewhere and be quiet. Uh, yes, sweet savage. Oh, um, speaking of money, so I was doing a little reading and. I forgot that he lost the civil suit and he's responsible for a $33.5 million judgment. Mm. So he's trying to, I think, in my opinion, to avoid paying that. He did say, I figured eventually somebody would confess to something. He said he had one suspect that he told his lawyers to look at and he still thinks they might be involved, but he can't talk about it. You know, he's 74 years old at this point. I feel like he should just pay his little money that he has to pay and just be quiet. This is one person who I feel like he just can't stay out of trouble. He can't keep his mouth shut because he also served time in prison for that whole Vegas robbery thing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm stupid. Yeah. This is giving me real Dr. Umar Johnson vibes, but we're not going to talk about that. Uh, Queen C, bring us home so we can move on. Um, I'm forewarning you, I'm gonna end this on an ignorant note. Um, listeners, please drink apple juice because OJ might kill you. <laughs> no, 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 don't say nothing. No, 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 no. No, we're just gonna let that just just we're just gonna let that sit there for a minute. Listeners, yes, you heard that. Just, just, just thank you. <sighs> All right, so we just go switch lanes. Um, speaking of Cabo, um, Mr. Smith, didn't you just go on a trip? Cause you know you got money and everything, ladies and did. and didn't get no stimmy and um pays his own bills, got his own car. One. Mr. Smith, don't you want to share about your trip to Cabo? Yeah, yes, but I want to also make sure I keep correcting you. One, it's not that I did not get a stimmy. Yeah, it's that my stimmy was enough for a four for four. That's it. Four dollars. Was that before or after tax? Before. <laughs> ah, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So, listeners, uh, you know, I, I always preach uh, for mental health to get out, take a vacation. You know, these companies and everything that you work for, they're, they're going to be well-oiled machines. They're going to keep going with you. They're not. So, definitely take your vacation, protect your mental health. So, I was lucky and fortunate enough to have the means to be able to go to Cabo with a couple of my uh, friends and football teammates uh, this past week. And uh, we got there Wednesday, uh, checked in, everything was fine, got to the pool. And apparently there was a uh, bachelorette party of about seven people and the maid of honor would not shut the hell up. And she talked our ear off for an hour, telling us that she's giving her bridesmaid an intervention about her relationship life. Mind you, this is literally like two hours after we checked in and we're in the pool trying to drink, you know, get over the travel issues, but whatever. Um, So, you know, we get to drink it, everything's fine. The next day we wake up and go to breakfast in the morning and listeners, I am a connoisseur of orange juice, no OJ though. No shot to OJ Simpson. That was some of the best, OJ, I've ever had in my freaking life. And I, and I, I, I was like, yeah. I, 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 my first question of the story. Did you get it from somebody's abuela? 
Yes, I got it on somebody's abuela with the mangoes. And now they call me Don Juan Cornelius the third. Actually, As no, technically, be. I'm the fourth. You are. The I'm the fourth. fourth. We don't yeah. talk about the third. The third don't exist no more. Whatever. Anywho. Um, so the second day, you know, got back to the pool. This whole trip was just pretty much a relaxation trip. Told my crew we're not going to really go out except for the Walmart. Brother X knows about that damn Walmart. That, that Don joint. Julio, though. Yeah. So I'm going to get to that. Um, so we ran into this black couple who came, who was uh, celebrating their 10 years of marriage, which was fire. You know, they definitely uh, came over to us because, you know, I was low-key a DJ and was playing ignorant music on my speaker. And um, yeah, you know, black people like to migrate when they hear Frankie Beverly before I let go. Or if they hear Meg, uh, Meg the Stallion's thought shit or Cardi B's up, they can be like, oh, we're, black people were going that way. So, you know, got to talk to him. Uh, everything was cool. As I was changing the music, a white person walks up to me and goes, oh, my man, DJ Jeffy Jeff. Yeah, man, you're doing good. And literally my group, the married group, everybody just slowly turns their head and looks at him like, I, I can't even do it justice. What the fuck did I just hear? I, you know, I, literally just like, what happened? Why, how did we get to DJ Jazzy Jeff? So, all right. Whatever. At a certain point, I started doing Stephen A impersonations. That's my drunk alter ego, apparently, but we're going to pass that and move on. Um, you sure there's nothing time, else? You said what? You sure it's not no other alter egos? We're not going to talk about that. Try to keep you're it right, PC right, on this right, podcast. You, you, yeah. you, you, be, you be spinning. You be spinning. Carry on. Uh-huh. Um, so at this point, we went to dinner. Dinner was cool, and we ran into this uh, Colombian drug lord. Yes, he was no, no, probably probably a girlfriend of a Colombian drug lord. I don't know, but her and her oh. friends and and listeners, let's just say you could tell they went to Doctor Miami or DR because that BBL was not proportional at all, and we could tell. And um, at a certain point, somebody went up and asked, "It's like, hey, so did you go to Doctor Miami for this?" She she probably said, "Oh no, I went across the border to DR and got this taken care of." with no hesitation so that was fun. my question was her body shaped like the initials of dr if you're talking a lowercase d yes um yes. so she was carrying like two watermelons peak season in her back pockets i would say more like two pineapples with the little like green stain popping out of it it's one of those two popped in did she have the legs waddle? Yeah, but the legs are like pretzel sticks, so it really didn't match. It was just like, matter of fact, you remember that movie Ants? Yes. That's what she looked like. She looked like She looked like the dude ants? Yeah, like literally the movie Ants, where you see them and they walk and they got them skinny ass legs, but that's what she looked like, Ants. Now you see, I, um, I don't appreciate these looks that you are giving. What, what, what is this? I don't, <laughs> I feel like, like somebody help me. Like I, maybe I'm not doing it's like, am I God-given mind? Like, this shit is hilarious to me. But continue, Mr. Smith. Um, so, uh, you know, they, the third day we ended up going to the Walmart and listeners, just a, just a travel tip. If ever you go to Cabo, whether you stay at the Rio, whether you stay at, um, I think it's the Hard Rock or uh, Calypso, do not get your souvenirs from the duty-free shop. Go to the Walmart because the peso conversion if you go to the duty-free store, you're dropping 5 to $8 for a, for a shot glass in the duty-free store. 
at Walmart, 75 cents. Now, at the same time, which is what Brother X alluded to, the alcohol in the States, a bottle of Don Julio, a regular bottle, is going for what? $50, $60, give or take, depending on which one you get. Right. And Mexico is 25. So um, definitely came back with four bottles and they all came in clean. Uh, so to, to finish this off, the last day, I was pretty intoxicated with my group, looking at the infinity pool, looking at the ocean, letting everything just, you know, matriculate. We and, know you're um, flexing, but um, continue the story. Who's flexing? It's the hotel. Oh, oh I just was at the, I was at the infinity pool drinking, and you know, I was looking at the beach and the ocean, and look at me staying at my all-inclusive resort. Look at me not having a city check in my four for four by the poolside. Okay. Okay, one, one, you was at the same hotel. So if I'm flexing, you flexing with me. I wasn't there this time. This is your story. But it don't matter. You were still there. Yeah. What's up? Excuse me, listeners. Um, Brother X needs a vacation. Yes. Um, yes, I'm slight hating. The school is torturing him a little bit. Yes. Not the school, but the system and life. Yes. Um. So yeah, he's just taking it out on you. That's all. I'm hating a little bit, but we're not talking about That's that That's right all. Now. I just wanted to put that out there. But on um, Mr. Smith, go ahead and finish the story. Or you All right. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So the last day, I'm getting in the pool, getting ready to get another drink. This Middle Eastern guy with this brim hat walks up to me and puts a phone directly next to my head and goes, almost, man, almost, almost. Now, of course, listeners, on a previous episode where we talked about Black people having that five seconds to be like, how do I react to this? I just kind of sat there and froze like, what the fuck is this dude doing? The next thing he does is he turns his phone. It's a picture of Michael B. Jordan. He says, you, you almost look like Michael B. Jordan. Listeners. You don't look like Michael B. Jordan. I don't. I wanted to uppercut the hell out of that dude. And the only reason I didn't was because one of the, one of the lady friends that's in my football team really grabbed me by my dog tag. and was like, we're going to go this way because she saw it in my face. So, Okay get our drink, we sit down at the infinity pool and everything's cool. And then we realize in our drunken stupor that we're, behind, we're in between two conversations that were pretty freaking interesting. On one side, it is a conversation about hair, club appearances, heels, and how many people they've slept with on the same trip. So they talked about, oh, my 24-inch Brazilian wavy is better than your braids. And she's like, oh, my Sangalese Swiss is better. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Well, I got to sleep with this person. I got to sleep with this person. On the other side of me was a Black dude who literally said, I mean, man, I went to prison. It came out with HPV. So I don't even know if I should be drinking this shit. You know, my, my pediatrician, I mean, my physician might be yelling at me, but check it. I'm from the South Side of Chicago. And you know, um, you know what I'm saying? I guess down like that. But I'm saying though, I don't care if it's Biden. I don't care if it's Hillary. I don't care if it's Obama. I don't care if it's Bill. The system is out to get us. And if you're not woke, my brother, you need to understand. Listeners, <laughs> we are at a pool surrounded by drunk people looking over the ocean with music going. Why the fuck are we having this conversation? And why are people actually involved in the conversation that's actually interested in talking? So yeah, so that, that happened. And then the last part, which was kind of like the piece de resistance, a white guy comes up to me and says, hey, man, you look like you're pretty hip. Who's the greatest rapper of all time? Sir, number one, 
what makes you think I like hip hop? Maybe I might like country. Maybe I might like alternative. Maybe I might like emo. Do you, you don't know me. Secondly, do you understand how racist that is and how much I want to crack you in the middle of your temple and just push you all the way to the right? But I didn't, I digress. And uh, I end off by saying that steak, that surf and turf at that steakhouse, and Brother X knows what the hell I'm talking about because I took him there twice. That surf and turf was some fire. That shit was some absolute fire. Definitely went there three times. So listeners, if you're looking for a place to go to and save up your money, you know, um, go to the Ryu Palace, Cabo San Lucas. I would recommend about five to six days if you can do it. Cause you know, the day to travel there and the day will travel back is a bitch. But the four days that you're gonna be there is gonna be awesome. The COVID test isn't bad. It, you know, it's gonna catch you, but it's not bad. And overall, the place is pretty well. So just a little small plug for them. But I'm open to questions. Um, um, yeah, yeah, yes, uh, um, um, I guess number one, um, um, Sweet Savage, please present your question. So question one, mm-hmm. is the food at you in Cabo better than the one that we went to in Jamaica? Absolutely. Because I've sworn off Ryu um, just from that one experience. <laughs> I could understand that because that Ryu wasn't that great. Um, from a steakhouse perspective, yes. Japanese fusion, no. Italian, yes. And the buffet is hit or miss, but for the most part, it's pretty good. But at the same time, also take it with a grain of salt. I was pretty drunk the whole time, so there was that too. Okay. Good times. And second thought. So it's not a question, but I can relate as far as to, you know, traveling while Black, working while Black, pretty much doing anything while Black when you're dealing with less melanated people, they have the tendency to assume certain things. So it may be, oh, you know, who's the best rapper? I remember a situation a few years ago, somebody asked me about the um, latest episode of Empire. It was a... One of my managers at this job, I hated this lady, by the way. And I'm like, I don't even watch that shit. Like, what makes you think that I watch Empire? Like, you're trying to connect with me on something that you don't even know that I watch. You just assume that I watch it because I'm Black. Racist much, Robin? Wow. That's a shirt. That's crazy. That's a shirt. Racist much, Robin. That's a shirt. I, I I feel like we, they like that reminds me of some episodes of a podcast that talks about experience black experiences. Mr. Smith, do you know anything about that? I mean, you know, it's called there's this, this beautiful podcast called the Truth and Transparency Podcast, hosted by Brother X and the Culture Scientist. And they talked about those black experiences in the whole series. Listeners, you should check that out. I'm just saying, man. I mean, it's pretty dope. Like we kind of know what we're talking about. We got all black people on this podcast. We support black businesses, all of them. Um we had other questions, Queasy. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, it was me. Had a question. Yes. <laughs> um, no, it was. I have comments and questions. The first thing I want to point out over here to Sweet Savage was that um, you ever just have an experience where some like you might love the thing, but because they they assume made the assumption of you, you're like I don't like it. Like for instance, like I'll never like watermelon when Karen asked me. 
I don't never like fried chicken when they ask me. I don't never like I don't never like Nicki Minaj when they ask me. Like there's just certain things that like I know I love. But if you ask me and you don't know me and you're making assumptions, no, nah, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that. Like I will play dumb, so like like hardcore. Like I will make you feel so bad for asking. Um, even even though I love all those things that I mentioned, like you're not about to make these like racial assumptions of me. I, I refuse. Yeah, I don't even eat chicken. Like, what do you mean? Like, what's chicken? What's that? You kill animals? Like, you eat birds? Like, like, oh my gosh, Brian! Why would you say such? Why would you say thing? something like that? <laughs> like, I, I'm not even black. I'm OJ. Okay, Ellen's like... <laughs> I said that, but you said that. Okay. Shout out to Jay-Z and his song, 444. <laughs> Brother, Bravo. Thank you. Bravo. Thank you. I'm here all week. But yes. my question to Mr. Smith is, like, is this a Cabo plug or is this a, a, a Cabo warning? Because low-key, like, you was telling the story and, like, it was great. But I was kind of like, should I go to Cabo? Because I don't know if I want to experience all these things, some of these things. But some of these things I'm, I'm, I'm good on. Like, are you – did you feel – you know, rest and relaxation when you came back from Cabo? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Outside of those small incidents, I mean, because again, you know, as Black people, we know how to be like, nah, I'm here on vacation. I'm a chill. I'm a just, you know, do my thing. And again, because I met those, that married couple, so I kind of was hanging with them a lot along with my group, and they had a swim-out suite. So, you know, we kind of we kind of niggified the, the trip, and we was definitely at the Smell Suite at like 11 o'clock at night playing Frankie Beverly and Mays, playing Anita Baker, playing uh, Patti LaBelle, pay, playing Shaka Khan. And then we also ratcheted up and played a little Meg, a little Cardi, a little Nicki Minaj, a little... Shout out to the wife. I've never heard a wife say, I don't want to hear, before I let go right now, I want to hear Gucci Man. I think I love him. That, and, and, and they're older than me. So I was, I was impressed. I was impressed. But... And in and, and all seriousness, no, the trip was great because of the people that I went with and the fact that they knew, like, I'm not trying to go partying. I'm not trying to go clubbing. I'm trying to relax. Everybody on this podcast or, you know, majority of the people know what I do for a living and they know that, like, I work a lot. So I don't want, when I go on vacation, I don't want to do shit. I just want to, I just want to chill and then that's all there is to it. So yes, definitely still go to Cabo. Just, you know, certain individuals were sketch. All right, so um, we're actually going to switch lanes real quick. Um, I'm going to let um, the culture scientists talk about our Black business island, and then we're going to jump quickly into our topic. Um, it's just going to be a part two of our conversation from last week's episode. Um, culture scientists? So today's Black business highlight is Mia's Munchies, and this is actually owned by a now 13-year-old, mm -hmm. and it is just a bakery that's um here and she makes cupcakes and little cakes and all these little wonderful treats these look really yummy right now too um you have a special occasion and everything she'll have them for you she can be found um at sorry mia's treat mia's munchies at, on instagram but basically as soon as you find it it pops up actually like the first thing that pops up um and her slogan is munchies make you happy and i agree and these are normal munchies, people, okay? Like, get your minds out the gutter. She's 13, guys. Right. Okay? She is not a drug lord. But support, if you can. Please. She is located in Durham, North Carolina. Yes. Shout out to the Bull City. 
Yes. But um, yes, shout out to them. All right. So what I wanted to do is like, I thought it was such a good conversation we had um, last week's episode. You should go back and listen to it where we talked about dating. And I wanted to get some fresh perspectives uh, on the dating scene because trust me, being in a relationship, you hear a lot about how a lot from your friends about their dating woes and all the things in between and a lot of great perspectives. Um, I would actually like to get um, one of our newer guest perspectives. Um, Lady C, what are your initial thoughts about dating as well as like, like the whole process what how do you feel about dating nowadays i feel like people have created so many cheat codes for what's considered dating what's considered not dating everybody wants to find a loophole nobody wants to well i won't say nobody but there's a lot of like fine print that you have to read in regards to what do you consider dating um that's why i'm like anti-digital love because I just I need to see you I need to be face to face I need to have a feel for you and just see how you how you roll how you operate because you can't for I mean for me anyway I, I consider myself to be somebody who has good discernment in the sense of like I can sense when you're being like really intentional or if you have motive behind your actions so sometimes you really can't get that through somebody just having nice conversation and being charming via online so for me my dating online has been trash but meeting face to face is, is where it's at for me well i have a quick follow-up question with that um do you feel like dating is still important to people nowadays or at least people our age do you think it's important to them <sighs> Well, you know, we're in that weird millennial space of, of our age, right? So it's like you kind of are breaking away from tradition and still keeping, well, for some, still keeping those traditions. But I mean, I don't think it's taken seriously. And you, you really have to sift through people to see, you know, are you morally congruent? You know what I mean? Like, do you guys have the same, you may not, you may be different like night and day, but are you morally congruent? That's like one of your non-negotiables or well, for me it is anyway. And it's just, it's interesting to, to try to find that in today's society where it is so superficial because of what is projected online and what is conceived as being a good person or being what it means to be dating towards the real relationship and stuff that you should have to put up with and shouldn't have to go through um, in order to get to that finish line of saying I'm in a relationship now. So this is just, it's interesting. It's difficult. I don't like it. <laughs> well, I have one question then we'll, we'll, we'll take the hot seat off of you. Um, when do you think you like, when do you know when you're ready to actually date and when you like actually need to be by yourself? What do you think? Um, great question. You know, uh, I have been by myself for a very long time. And so I, I like the fact that I've gotten to learn myself, but it's also kind of put me in that place where it's like, I'm not as flexible as I used to be in regards of like negotiating or being compromised. And I'm just being real on that. Like I can, I'm sufficient, you know, I'm self-sufficient. I can be happy alone. I find joy in my aloneness right so 
when somebody's trying to come and curate a relationship with you or trying to build something with you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What was that word you said? What, what word did you use? Curate. She used curate, right? Like, curate. Like, like, that's a big $5 word, right? Yeah. Like, like I don't be using those words because I'm not educated like you, but um, continue. <laughs> I can't. So when somebody's trying to build with you, right? Um, sometimes like, you be like, well, I'm... <laughs> That's that's a strength for me, you know. So do I really want to take the time to backtrack, not backtrack, but to really help you grow into that area? And so it, it requires a lot more patience for me, uh, for somebody who's like they're content in where they are. But I know I do really desire a relationship that leads to marriage eventually. So just finding that that balance between being that dominant personality self-sufficient personality that I've had to be for myself for so long and then you know just kind of giving that other person that partner grace right so yeah communication 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 <laughs> okay uh, mr smith do you, do you do you know what that reminds me of damn son where'd you find this i'm sorry play that one more time i was in the way damn son where'd you find this um, for those who are listening on the podcast, that is Lady C. She she knows what she's talking about. I'm not gonna put her information out there like that. I can't pimp her out like I pimp out Mr. Smith. Well, we would. We would, but we don't have her permission yet. Mr. Smith, we don't need your permission. I've known you over 10 years. I, I got automatic, I got grandfathered in. But um, yeah, I appreciate those thoughts, Lacey. I mean, those are a lot, you dropped a lot of gems and a lot of things that are definitely kind sure. of delve on. Um Let's see. Who am I gonna pick on next? That is, yeah, so true. It is. Oh, Lady Ray, I see you there. Try not to be eye contact like we in school. Lady Ray, talk. What are your thoughts on that? You really just try to hide from a teacher, right? Like I can't. I can find the eye contact. <laughs> He's been teaching online for a year. <laughs> it's like the meme with the little boy. He's looking left and right, hoping they're not looking at him. <laughs> uh, so you know. First of all, I just want to say, like, Lady C, I feel like you just hit almost everything that I feel in my spirit about just dating in general, whether it be online or in person. Um, I really like what you said about, like, knowing, you know, when you're ready to date um, versus when you need to just be alone. Um, I have a lot of friends who are always in relationships. They're always dating. They're always moving. And sometimes I'm just like, girl, if you don't just sit down, please, and figure out who you are, like, just sit down. Um, I I understand why some people feel the need to move on often. Um, For me, I would say, if, if you were to ask me the question, when do you know you're ready to date versus when you need to be by yourself? I would say when you are in a place where you cannot objectively get to know someone because you are applying the sins and the crimes of others to whoever new you meet. I think if you're in that state, then you're definitely not ready to date. If you are able to, like, for instance, if you've been cheated on and every dude you date is a cheater, like every time you date, you're just like, I know he's cheating. He's talking to who he's talking to. You probably don't need to be fun looking for a relationship because you need to be able to see that person for who they are. And then you have to make a choice to accept or deny that person based on who they are. So if you're not able to make that rational decision about whether or not this person is someone that you want to pursue 
based on who they have shown themselves to be, not who you want them to be, but who they have shown themselves to be, then I would say that you're definitely not ready to date. And I've also been someone that's been, you know, fairly single for long periods of time. And every so often, even within my singleness, like I'll start dating. And if I feel wronged, I'll start applying the wrongdoings of others to everybody else. I'm like, okay, I need a break because <laughs> I can't objectively meet people. And that's not fair to the people that you're trying to meet who's trying to prove themselves to you either. And I don't want to feel like, you know, on the flip side, I don't want anyone assuming that I'm going to be a certain way because of the things that their ex did to them or someone they dated did to them. So that that's just really my answer to that. As far as like what the what I think about dating in today's reality, I think that I think when it comes to technology, I like that we're able to better filter out the people who are just trying to smash versus the people who want something else. I think that the people who just want to smash, they reveal themselves real quickly. And I, I, I see what you did there, reveal themselves. They, they do, they reveal themselves really quickly. And I'm <laughs> as, as frustrating as it can be, I'm so like, listen, if that's what you want, let me know up front so I can make a decision to which way I'm gonna move instead of playing these mind games. So I do like today's kind of dating world in the sense of like, you're not always guessing or there's, you know, when it comes to that type of thing. But what I don't like is the ease that people feel they can just kind of invest and then remove themselves from mm. people like the ghosting the um there's just a lot of conversations that happen where people are i think we're in this world where men and women and those in, and and those who don't assign themselves to either they're they're kind of like it's exciting right because everyone's kind of saying i deserve this I know what I deserve. I know who I am and I deserve this type of love. The problem is the way they express it is, here's a laundry list of games that I don't feel like playing with you. What you gonna bring to the table? And you might look at that list and say, I don't play any of those games. And then the moment you make a mistake, ah, ah, you're playing games, let me cut you off. And it's like, sir, we don't know each other. How we play it? Like, we don't, we don't know enough about each other um to be able to say that someone's playing games or isn't playing games or anything like that so uh, I just think that we lose a little bit and I, I don't think it matters if it's online or in person I do think we are losing the romance behind getting to know someone and becoming friends and establishing what a relationship is which is a connection and a bond between two people because we're trying to basically grocery shop our way to the altar a little bit. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. Oh, wait, wait, we're not gonna drive by that. Um, 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 let's try saying, um, later, Rick, can you speak to the people one more time? Say that again. <laughs> I mean, I just basically feel like we spend too much time just trying to, like, whether it's online or in person, because I think a lot of the online dating stuff has spilled out to the people who aren't on dating apps too, where we're just kind of swiping left and right based off of just sheer surface information i won't say appearances specifically but like surface information we're swiping left or right and we're hoping that we can keep doing that on the way to the altar instead of actually investing in real relationships and getting to know people mm. that, that, that that's dope man i really appreciate that mr smith 
Message. Thank you. Like, 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 like people spend now. Now, you know, you know, this is the only one who I had specifically on this episode for reasons because um big tam energy is a thing. So um 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 sweet savage, can you express your your experience in online dating or dating in general? I'd be happy to. <laughs> no, 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 don't don't use the don't use your regular voice. You you better you better use that big tam energy. <laughs> The big time energy is in the other room right now. <laughs> so, so as far as online dating, I agree with Lady Ray and a lot of, you know, what she had to say. And I feel like I like to make the distinction between online dating versus meeting online because I was not dating you online I met you online but as far as if we're going to continue this thing I need to meet you in person within maybe seven to ten business days we're not going to be you know continuing this conversation on the apps you know there's a progression you know you meet on the app you match you talk in the app for you know maybe a day or two then you exchange numbers or not and then we're deciding if we're going to meet up in person. So as far as what the Lady Ray was saying, as far as, um, you know, getting to kind of see this list and these characteristics that people have, I met my wife on OKC. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you got a she whole wife. She married now. Yeah, she off the market. Okay, we're done. Sorry. Get out her DMs. <laughs> And I love OkCupid, um, you know, not only for, you know, allowing me to meet someone so special, but because it does give you um, a laundry list of things that, you know, hey, I got to see if somebody was, um, you know, anti-pro-choice or something like that, or are you a Trump supporter? Are you a Black Republican? Um, things like that before I decided to swipe. So we don't have to waste time. The dark side of that is there is certain, for lack of a better word, discrimination that certain people may face. Some people are, you know, very blunt and they'll say, oh, um, you know, no big people, no dark skinned people. If you this, if you that, then, you know, stay away. So that's the dark side of it. But um it sucks either way whether you're dating online or traditionally you're going to meet horrible people and you're going to meet great people um the flaw is not the system the flaw is the people <laughs> so you know just remember that so if you're out here in the trenches i feel for you i've been there i feel for you queen c it is it is horrible and but there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Do not give up. <laughs> Do not give up. <laughs> mm, respect. Lady Ray wanted to say something. <laughs> when you were just talking about the like the laundry list, uh, you know, I with OK Cupid. No, you were specifically talking about the the people who would say 
like I don't want you if you're you're overweight or I don't want you if you're dark skin and all that I think my favorite profiles I've ever come across are guys that say and, and this feels like it's not discriminatory at all it's not and it's not not really but it's so funny that guys will say stuff like or even women I'm sure there's women out there to do that but I don't see their profiles but they'll say something like if you can't hold a conversation then go ahead and swipe left everybody that knows me i'm swiping right baby i can hold a conversation okay and then they be like hey hey oh that's the word what's good nothing like like they, they, it's like one word like i'll even try to start it i'll even start a, i'll start something based off their profile or something and they'll just be like yeah lol and i'm like i can't respond to lol sir like you need to like how are you going to be mad at me <laughs> telling people that if they can't hold the conversation, so you really meant hold the conversation. You really meant I have to hold this whole relationship on my back because I mean, you you're not contributing. Everybody. Yeah. So like, I just, I think it's funny because people will put these standards that they don't ap apply to themselves on their profile sometimes. And then my other favorite thing about dating online is like, I will actively say things like I am five foot 11 I am a plus size girl, okay? Like I will put these on my profile because I don't want nobody having confusion. And then they'd be like, dang, you tall. I didn't know you was like that. Cause you've been lying on your profile talking about you six foot four. <laughs> now you can't be 5'11". You gotta be like six foot. No, I don't lie on my profile, sir. Uh, I gotta insert myself here cause I saw something online and it said, why are women who say they're 5'10 so much taller than men who say they're 5'10? And somebody said, because women aren't lying. <laughs> well, um, um, yeah. Myth? Myth? Uh, yeah, we're just going to let that breathe for a moment. Um, Mr. Smith, did you have something you wanted to say? Goddamn. Just let them know, man. Just, just got to let them know. Um, I guess, oh, yes, Sue Savage. Oh, let me unmute myself. I also wanted to address as far as knowing when you're ready to date. Um, mm -hmm. I, you know, everyone's path is not the same. Right. But for me, I had to go through a lot of, you know, like, hurt and disappointment and you know good experiences and bad experiences to learn myself but that involved a whole phase I am <laughs> um, there's a reason why she's called sweet savage just just go ahead and put that out there but she's been delivered I'm an advocate for a whole phase um so yeah. I was in, <laughs> you know, I was in some long-term relationships, um, pretty much back to back. And I didn't really date a lot growing up. You know what I mean? Like in college, I was in a long-term relationship and right after that. So I spent, you know, the years when I was single, like 2016 to, you know, 2018, kind of just out here living life, you know, Issa Rae, um, you know, an insecure type vibes when she asked Molly to 
teach her how to be a hoe <laughs> kind of thing. Respect. <laughs> exactly. So, but then after that, I did take some time to myself. It, in all, it also involved therapy, um, becoming self-aware. So I had to go through all of these frogs and trash and all of this to kind of find what I liked, what I didn't like, what I wanted in a relationship, how I wanted to be treated, how I wanted a relationship to look like for me. So I feel like you can't do that if you don't date and if you don't have those experiences. So that's my You know, I never had a whole face. Like, I'm single and I'm dating, but I've never had a whole face. Wait, hold on. Before we go too far into this, I feel like this is this is episode worthy talking about a whole face. It's gonna be real dangerous, but I feel like we're gonna talk about it. Um, yes. I just want to say that I believe I, I'm in, on team whole face as well. Um, and the reason is it, it doesn't have to be a big whole face. Like people, whole faces come in different levels. People think there's like this one way to be a hoe. They're like, ah! I, I gotta say, they're like iPhones. You got the regular iPhone, you got the iPhone, you got the whole face pro, the whole face max. I had a little, I had a little mini hoe session. Like, oh, this all in full can be low. So it's like, now. so it's so like a seven day oh. trial and then you use a different email to sign up and for And then it. before Malcolm, you know, I, I went through my real hoe phase and it was still short, but it was my version of a hoe phase that for me was my hoe phase. And anybody that knew me, they're like, oh yeah, that's T, it's hoe face. But like a ho-ho would be like, that's not a hoe face. Don't let nobody ho-shame you. Casual. <laughs> no, I, and, and ultimately, and I feel like, just like I said, I want I want to make that a whole episode. Um, honestly, I don't even know if it's This perfect. title should be no ho-shaming up in this piece. Something along those lines. It is. <laughs> but yes. Um, honestly, I don't even know if it necessarily needs to be considered a whole phase because honestly, if you are single, like if you are single, you are not hurting anyone. You are clear about your intentions and you're going about it a very honest and transparent way. Look what I did there with transparency. Um, and just let them know that honestly, you were just being grown. Like, like granted, like, yes, it looks different from other people. And some people may call it a whole phase. Some people may just say, I'm grown, I'm single, I do what I want, when I want, with who I want. But that's a whole nother time for another day. Um, yes. I also want to point out um, the, the, the big key point that I liked, of course, you know, as we always drive home mm. with this message, therapy. Talk about it. You know, it's getting to know you as well. Like, I, you know, I know I've, I've done all types of different types of dating and the biggest thing that helped me was therapy and like it's fine to have your little phase and get to know yourself I think dating yourself is important as well as dating other people or just going on dates for fun don't always gotta lead nowhere just have some fun right sometimes you gotta dibble and dabble man that's really all it boils down to um but let the other person know that's what you up to I miss the oh. days of going on dates for food, though. Like real talk, right. like college dates. Like when you would go on dates, you're like, "Yeah, let's go," because they're feeding you and you pro, oh, you're a broke college that. student. 
Hmm. Now I'm grown, so I don't have those things because I can buy my own food. So it don't feel, but it don't feel as like rewarding. Because if the date's bad, it's just bad. At least when you were in college, you're like, if the date's bad, okay, well I got a free meal, like whatever. Basically. Um. But yeah, no, I I think um. How do I put this? To kind of look at things when it comes to your therapy point, because I really don't want to hammer this home. Listeners, there's a meme that I see on my on my Facebook feed all the time. It's like, if you want to be happy, go to therapy. Even if you don't think you need therapy, go to therapy. Even if you know your issues and your problems, go to therapy. Even if you feel like, oh, that's not going to work. Why do I got to tell someone else my problems? Go to therapy. There's no wrong with therapy because ultimately, that's going to be able to give you a place to unwind all your past things even if you're talking about the grocery list that Lady Ray brought up, you're able to unpack those things and store them correctly in the boxes and the containers that they need to be in. And then you honestly almost learn expiration dates on your baggage. Sometimes people learn, people will have baggage that have expired years ago that keep them from actually being happy, that keep them from actually being able to have success and then is used as a reason why they're not able to get in a relationship or able to have success. Where'd you pull that from? I, I be I be trying sometimes. I be good. listening. That's real good. Like 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 that's one thing that I, I really and mind you, I know I, I I'm taking over the conversation a little bit. But listeners, there are people in life who, if I were to get on my soapbox for a quick moment, I know Miss Smith is letting me know that we're running short on time. Is that people sometimes dwell in? their drama or their baggage because that is who they've created their identity in and that's how they're able to seek attention. And ultimately, they're not able to move past it because that's all they see. Because if they were to remove that drama from their life or remove that baggage and actually unpack it and find the source of what it actually is, then they actually have to deal with the, their actual, do the actual work, which is what every therapist says, you have to do the work. And if you can't do that, there's no point in you being with someone else. Because I always ask the question about, are you able to be happy with yourself, by yourself? Because if you can't fulfill that one question that my father asked me when I was getting out of a relationship, then I'm just going to do the same thing like everybody said to the other people. And ultimately, if that's the case, you are not only wasting your time, but more importantly, you're wasting that person's time. And if you're going to waste somebody's time, at least get a free meal out of it. Um, let me get Queen C real quick and then Mr. Smith and then we'll wrap up. All right. First off, to your point of doing the work, let the church say amen. Because ooh, amen. you said a word with that one. Um, I'm very much like Lady Ray and Lady C. I am a professional single. Um, I know Brother X hates it when I say I'm the forever single friend because we don't want to speak that into existence but I am a professional single um not been in an actual for relationship now. huh for now I mean I haven't been in an actual relationship in about 10 years and I'm fine with that but I had to do the work um I had to unpack hurt I had to unpack I didn't even have bags I had luggage that I need to unpack I had to learn to be happy with myself, to be self-sufficient. I'm in a place now that I enjoy being alone. And a lot of people don't understand being alone does not necessarily mean you're lonely. Those are two different things. 
if you are alone and also feeling lonely, that's also another reason to get a therapist and work through those issues as well. Um, but I, I agree 100% with a lot of what was said on this podcast, um, especially to the point of the shopping list, the grocery list. It's one thing to have standards. It's another thing to be nitpicky. Like at the age we are all at, we're all in our thirties. We're past the point of, oh, he gotta be this tall and make this amount of money, drive this particular car, have this particular job, you know, all these little nitpicky things. Does, is he honest? (laughs) No, I don't think I'm past it yet. Well, for me, it's like, I'm self-sufficient. Is the person I'm looking at self-sufficient? Are you able to carry your own weight? Are you honest? Because I'm an honest person. I'm not about to hide nothing. I'm not about to lie about nothing. I need the same thing. So it, it's just, you know, whether it's online dating or in-person dating, you have to unfortunately kiss a few frogs before you find that prince, princess or non-binary royal. Um, your person. It's hard work, but you have to do the work on both ends, not just dating and going through the dating pool, but do the work within yourself. If you don't do the work within yourself first, you going out there and dating is pointless because you're not actually thinking on what you need in a relationship. All right. Um, I know, um, Mrs. Smith, I know you want to say something. Uh, I Go ahead, make it brief. I would have to do go out to, to the ending. Okay. Um, Mr. Smith, go ahead. All right. Um, I don't want to regurgitate a lot of the points that were already made because like you guys really made some solid points. Um, I kind of, which is why I'm really, I'm really glad that she's on this podcast this time. I'm kind of relating to Sweet Savage when she said that she did nothing but long-term relationships before she dated and, you know, uh, dated around and actually found out about herself uh most of the people on this podcast know kind of like my history and you know I was pretty much two long-term relationships before I'm where I'm at now and you know I'm not the I'm not the most innocent and I'm not trying to pretend to be but within this within this single trek now I'm making sure that I'm more honest and open about what I think and what I and I think that's one of the biggest pieces to let me know that I'm ready to date now uh, is the fact that I wasn't always open or honest. I was always kind of like, I'm gonna just go with, uh, I'm gonna just go with what the flow is. I'll make sure that I'm, I'm not trying to be confrontational. Instead, I wanna say, well, this is what I think and this is how we're going to uh, do this. We can compromise. So that's one of the biggest things. Uh, therapy definitely helped because after my last relationship, I knew that I was like, I needed, I needed therapy to like get all of my, uh, as Queen C said, luggage, not even bags, luggage. Um, and so to get back into the game of dating, it's just coming in and having your intentions well known. I've had, uh, I think, three dates so far between two people. And within that, I was open and upfront from the get go. I said, I don't want anything serious. I want to, you know, make sure that I'm just being casual, but I want to get to know you and blah, blah, blah. 
And I feel a lot better in being like upfront. And I think one of the things that uh, uh, my uncle taught me a long time ago, he said, always be honest about your intentions and what you want to do. Leave it to the woman to make the decision about whether she wants to deal with it or she wants to walk away. And that piece of information took me so long to understand, but it makes so much sense when I come up to somebody and I'm like, hey, yeah, so I'm not really trying to be in a serious relationship. I just got out of one. I'm still working on myself for therapy, but I would like to get to know you. And they're just like, oh, okay. It's like, wait, it, that, that actually works? But it's like Queen C said, within the first five, 10 seconds, that women will know whether they want to mess with you, whether they want to be in a relationship with you, whether they want to sleep with you. You don't got to, as 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 Queen C said last time, you don't got to connive for the coochie. I said it for not you. Not connive for the coochie. Um, but, you know, so it's kind of weird from what I've learned in the past of all of the misogynistic ways and like lying and trying to omit the truth and instead I'm just like okay look this is what I want to do this is how I want to do it are you cool with it yeah we can go for it so go to therapy talk to who you talk to who you need to talk to and just make your intentions up no up front and known but don't be an ass about it that's very real um so listeners thank you for that and I'm just glad we got some 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 fresh voices to be able to give perspective and I really appreciate it and gems yeah there's a lot of gems man and honestly that's still not even all the conversations that amongst our friend group has about relationships and all things we're still figuring things out I mean most of us are still in our early 30s some of us are in our mid 30s but we're not going to talk about that right now but um honestly it's just <laughs> I I it's just just really just take time to really think about it man just delve into it do do the work like honestly do the work and be open to those who you trust with your with their thoughts and opinions be open to them giving you feedback because if you don't you're not you're going to have blind spots you're going to blind spot your ability to get out of the friend zone to get out of just being friends with everyone to get out of the one night stand to get out of things just worse situations you have to do the work within yourself internally before you can do the work externally. So, yes, I know, I know. I, I'll be it here all week. Goes into what I want to say, basically. Uh, it's almost as like I can read your mind and we're in a relationship. Uh, coach a scientist? Well, what I was going to also point out really quickly is to uh, Mr. Smith's point when he was talking about just being upfront and saying like, oh, he said, oh, this works. Yeah, it works. How do you think he got me? He legit said, like, I was intoxicated, okay? I was very intoxicated. And he legit said, I would like to get to know you in a different setting. You seem cool. I was like, oh, okay, okay. You didn't pressure me. I can do that. I heard, yeah, because, you know, I'm very independent. It's real hard to bring this down. But anyways, uh, the second part that I wanted to say, um, which goes into like, yeah, we, we talk about therapy, all this good stuff. Everybody has to do the work. The key part is self-reflection. You must self-reflect. Right. And you must do it on a daily, not only when you're going through something bad or you need to like really think about it. No, it's okay to do self-reflection. You know, sometimes I do it a little too much. I um, think we're all a little bit guilty. But I think... Um, we really need to, look, I mean, I really personally think that self-reflection plays a major role in being able to get past all these things. And like, um, and to Queen C's point about we're at a certain point where not everything needs to be, like our checklist can begin to dwindle. And I'm not saying 
Like there is certain stuff that should always be on that checklist in my, yeah, like most people have that. There should be must haves, but like, you know, I thought that I was gonna end up with tall mm-hmm. chocolate turn man. I don't think that's a word, but we're gonna move on. You know, you know, this was not what I thought. I'm, I not, I'm not liking how the description was. However, I, I don't appreciate how you described me. That's not those things. I, I, it's very hurtful to my feelings. I'm baby, going to talk you're to not, my, but baby, you're I'm, not I'm going. I'm going to talk to my therapist about this. Baby, but you're I'm going not. to talk about my. Th- like my butter. I'm just going to talk to my therapist. And here on the Truth of Transparency podcast, we're going to ask you to close this episode out by thanking all of our guests for coming on this episode. We want to make sure that you always check us out on all of our social medias at the TNT Pod One Two Three on Twitter, the Truth and Transparency Podcast on Instagram, the Truth and Transparency Podcast on Facebook. And if you have any questions or suggestions on how I need to talk to my therapist about how the culture scientists just talked about me, you can always email us at the Truth and Transparency Pod One Two Three at gmail.com. And for all of our guests, the Sweet Savage, Lady C, Lady Ray, um, Mrs. Smith. The culture scientist that I miss anybody. I don't think so. And if I did, I'm sorry. Oh, Queen C, I am so sorry. I apologize. I didn't see you there. So I appreciate you. <laughs> I mean, I looked right over you. I just I, I saw passing to the It's okay line. when you when you have your therapy session, you talk about how he does this to you all I the time. I expect all of my friends to talk about me in their therapy sessions. Since he wanted like you're gonna talk you're about not that me. important. I'm about to say I'm gonna give you something to talk about if that's the case. And if I'm not that important, it don't really matter if I say something. But we're actually going to close out this episode and let all of our listeners know that please comment, subscribe, rate on all the different podcasting platforms. And for the listeners, for our supporters, for all of our guests, for everyone who is struggling through these relationship streets, if this podcast gets no bigger than what it currently is right now, I'm forever grateful. Everyone else is forever grateful. And with that being said, we'll catch you guys next time. Tune in next week where we might just talk about what a whole face actually is. Who knows? But you got to listen to find out. With that being said, guys, peace. Peace.